0: What products, what sales, what services are you offering that are bringing you joy? Do you want to carry on doing them? Because if you don't want to carry on doing them, can you sell them off? Can you get rid of them? Are they making you the most money? If they're not making you any money, then what are you keeping them for? There's no point in keeping them. Free up some time that by getting rid of them. I know it's scary, but there's no point in spending time on lost leaders. Hello and welcome back to Small Business Financial Freedom. Just wanted to sort of... Well, it feels like we're heading into winter, doesn't it? Don't you think it feels like it's heading into winter? The nights are getting really dark. It's cold out there. And I kind of know that it's starting to get into winter because I've started to wear socks. I know that's strange. But if you know me, you know that I don't really like wearing socks. I love being in my bare feet and I've always loved that. I don't know what it is. I've always loved being in my bare feet. So much so that I think I've probably damaged my feet in some way. Anyway, I digress. I have started wearing socks. Odd ones, granted, but I have started wearing them. Now, what is it about socks? you buy new socks, you put them all together in the sock drawer, you take them out, you wear them, you put them in to be washed. Two or three washes later, you can't match them anymore. Where the hell do they go? Nobody knows. I've also dug up my waterproof boots, my jacket, and something I know my mum would have approved of. Though I'm not so keen on a really hot jacket because whenever I walk into a hot shop or a hot office somewhere, I I curse, I curse because I go whoosh, boiling hot. I'd rather wear a really thin raincoat and I I suppose, I don't know, maybe I'm just hot blooded. It ain't all bleak though. There are red robins, acid yellow gorse, along with I don't know whether they've actually started yet, but Christmas lights and music. Sorry, sorry. I know I I know I shouldn't be mentioning the Christmas word, but it is important and it is out there. We're all hibernating indoors at the moment, curled up on the sofa, watching Strictly. Are you enjoying it? I'm absolutely loving it. I, I start it every year and I go, no, this is rubbish. I'm never going to watch this. And then I start getting... Invested in the the couples and I end up loving it. Eating chocolate, far too much chocolate. Panicking about just how much I have to do before Christmas. The lights come on in the afternoon. The car lights make streaks across the ceilings as we drive home through the steely night. Summer is a distant memory, along with flowers, butterflies and that bright stripy dress. So... Let's talk about the year. How has your year been? I can tell you how my year's been. I started 22 with 22 things to do in 22. I made a list of 22 things that I wanted to do this year. And I've just pulled it out um, before I did this podcast. I mean, part of the thing was I was supposed to pull it out quarterly and review it and see how far I'd got and maybe revise it and all the rest of it. And I did kind of do that at the start, but then it got a little bit left by the wayside. But I've pulled it out for this podcast and I've noticed that I've done seven of the 22. So not great. I think I'm probably on for another three before the end of the year. So I might have done 10. But when I actually sort of review it, what's quite worrying is that I look at some of the goals that I set and I realise they're not all relevant now. In fact, some of them aren't relevant at all. I don't know why that, why I wrote them in the first place. But then I suppose that's the point of setting some goals. But I have evolved over the year. I have evolved over the year. I know that. And one of my goals, actually, not when I started the year, but during the year, I decided that I was going to try and take a month off. I knew it wasn't a hundred percent possible because I'm a sole practitioner, I'm a small business, and to take a whole month off and not do any work just wasn't possible but i I thought if I can get to eighty percent off work twenty percent have eighty percent off, and I actually did it. I did it partly down to financial freedom because I decided that I was going to do various things during the year which would allow me the financial freedom to take a month off and partly to just sort of take a step back and think what am I doing you you'll know as I know that when you work in business it's all consuming it's all you do it's all you think about can't think about anything else and a lot of the time you're firefighting you're going from one crisis to the next just trying to survive. And you don't allow yourself time to sit back and go, wait a minute, where am I going? What am I doing? Is this where I want to be? During the month off, I decided to do a review of all my clients and to do what's called a woo analysis, W-O-O analysis. Goodness knows what it means. Goodness knows where it came from. But I can tell you what it stands for and what it does, and how to do it. So, for me, I made a list of every client, in, but in your case, it might be your products or it might be your sales, could be anything like that. And then you look at what you, you do for them. So, in my case, I looked at what I do for all my clients. Do I do the VAT for them? Do I do the bookkeeping for them? Do I do the payroll for them? Do I do their accounts? Do I do their tax? Do I do their self-assessment tax return? And it's easy to see at a glance where there are gaps. So I could see straight away one of my clients, limited company, I don't do the bookkeeping, I review the VAT, I do the payroll, I do the accounts, I do the tax return, and I I don't do the self-assessment tax returns for the directors. Now, why don't I do the bookkeeping? Well, I made a conscious decision to stop doing bookkeeping. It's not that I don't do bookkeeping. I do do bookkeeping. So if you want to come to me and you say, I want you to do my bookkeeping, I say, yes, I'll do it. But I personally don't do it. I subcontract out the bookkeeping and get somebody else to do it. I supervise it, I check it, I make sure it's okay, but I personally don't do the bookkeeping anymore. That was a decision that I made. So I didn't do their bookkeeping and I didn't do the director self-assessment tax returns. So that's two areas for me to explore for revenue. I can approach that company next, I mean, I don't need to approach them straight away, but next time I'm talking to them, I can say to them, who does the tax returns for the director's? Or if I'm talking to the directors, which in most cases I, I would be, I can say to them, who does your tax return? You know, are they doing it right? Are you doing it right? Are you making sure you're claiming for everything? I can do it for you. It's going to cost you this. It's a revenue stream. It's a new revenue stream. woo So maybe that's where the woo, the woo analysis comes from. But in your case, it might be sales or products. What's your best product? What makes the best sales? Is it the one that you thought it would be? Does it give you the, the woo factor? grown I know, I'm sorry. Are you concentrating on the right product? Now, I'll give you an example about this. I had a client just at the beginning of the summer approach me and say to me that he thought the business was going under. He didn't feel like it was going anywhere it was doing anything and he wanted to know his options about if he decided to liquidate the business. So we talked everything through and you know what we found out? We found out that one of his product lines, which he thought was the most successful one, which was the one that he didn't enjoy doing the most, was a loss leader. It wasn't making him any money. It wasn't bringing him any joy. So rather than making the whole business insolvent, why don't we just get rid of that one product line? Another product line was doing okay. It wasn't doing great, but it was making a small profit. Could we sell it? Could we give it to somebody else who might have the, the time and the energy to push it forward and grow it. And that's what we did. We sold off that product line. We closed down the the product line, sold off another product line and concentrated on the product lines that were making money and that were giving him joy. And now he's a happy bunny. We haven't closed the business down. He's surviving. He's, He's not by any means out of the woods, but he is surviving And it has made a difference to him. So I want you to think about, talking about financial freedom, what products, what sales, what services are you offering that are bringing you joy? Do you want to carry on doing them? Because if you don't want to carry on doing them, can you sell them off? Can you get rid of them? Are they making you the most money? If they're not making you any money, then what are you keeping them for? There's no point in keeping them. Free up some time that by getting rid of them. I know it's scary, but there's no point in spending time on lost leaders. Get rid of them and that'll free up some time for you to sort of go, what a nice feeling. And then you can maybe consider, what do I want to do with this time? Do I want to think about another product? Do I want to concentrate on another product? do I want to devote my time to the products and services clients that are making me money have a think about it it was good to talk to you let's chat soon